Thank you for listening to this 14th episode of EPSD PD Podcast. I am your host, Ruby Bodie, Assistant Superintendent at Estes Park School District, and I'm thrilled to be connecting with you through your earbuds from your own home right now. EPSD PD Podcast has been fairly silent lately because we've been in emergency response mode, as has the rest of the world, due to the COVID-19 outbreak. But now we're beginning to fall into a routine and ready to get back to bringing you the sounds from around the district of the great instruction happening in our schools. I hope to enlighten, inspire, or just spark some conversation about teaching and learning. Today you will hear the sounds of Cloud School. What is Cloud School, you ask? Cloud School is the online learning plan for Estes Park School District. Teaching and learning in the classroom has moved from in-person learning to virtual online learning that is taking place in many different ways throughout the district. Teachers are being creative in how they are making personal connections with our students and parents, and I'm excited to tell you about it. Learning looks very different with Cloud School, and students are having to become much more independent learners. I don't have any children of my own. My three nieces are the closest thing that I have to children. So they gave me a window into what online learning from home looks like for students across the globe right now. I'm Elsa and I'm in sixth grade. So Elsa, when you found out that school was closing to in-person learning and you couldn't go to school and see your teacher and classmates, how did that make you feel? I honestly was disappointed because I like being able to go to school and actually like interact with people other than my family each day. Hmm. So since since then, you've been doing distance learning, and how's that been going? Um, It's been going okay. Usually it's pretty straightforward. I just do the subjects in my own order and then cross off the subjects I do on my schedule, and I usually finish um, from 12 o'clock to 12 o'clock p.m. to um, 4 o'clock p.m. Somewhere in between there you finish for the day? Yeah. When do you start your day in the morning? Um, well, I wake up at 7, and then we do our first class at 8.15, because we start off with a Zoom call. Okay. So you have you start with a Zoom call every morning with your teacher and classmates? Yeah. I like being able to finish earlier, and I like being able to choose what I'm going to do at the moment and stuff because then I can take breaks whenever I want. I can mix up the schedule and just do whatever subject I feel like doing at the moment. And I like doing that, and I like finish earlier, and I like to be able to take breaks and just, like, say hi to my pets and stuff. Has it been hard to stay away from your friends? Um, Has that been difficult? Well, yeah. It's, it's, it, I, I don't, I'm not used to feeling this isolated and stuff. I like, I want to be able to see something other than my house every day. And I want to be able to like talk with different people. So I feel like I'm stir crazy kind of right now. Mm -hmm. But I, I also am not completely isolated because we do calls every day. And sometimes I just FaceTime my friends on my breaks. Cool. In this household, there's you. Who else is there? So my little sister, me, my older sister, Cecilia, and my mom and my dad. But nobody, mom, but nobody's here right now. Oh, my mom, mom and dad, dad work at the hospital. Okay. So that's why they're gone. So but they've most, been going to the hospital. So yeah. it's the three of you, really. Well, every they day work at, at the hospital. Yeah. 
So that leaves the three of you here. Who's in charge? Um, me, and Cis- me and my older sister. You and Cecilia are in charge? Yeah. Are you guys interacting at all, or are you going in separate rooms and just doing school? Me and my older sister don't really interact unless... The only time we really usually interact is if we're helping my our younger sister. Okay. Mom, are doing dishes. But that's not during the school day. Doing dishes, so are you all, do you also have responsibilities around the house during the day? Yeah, we had to do chores. So how do you know what chores to do around the house? Do you decide or who, does your parents decide? Our parents decide. If we decided it, it wouldn't be any. <laughs> so you have to go to school, and you have to take care of the ducks and the dog, and you have to do the chores around the house. Yeah. I also do two instruments, and I do FaceTime lessons with those instruments. At, during the school day, usually at 2. Is it hard for you to manage your day and not get distracted and sidetracked by other things happening? Um, well, I get distracted sometimes, but usually I get myself back on track. How do you keep yourself from getting distracted? Well, I keep myself from getting distracted because I just spend my whole entire day in the computer room usually, so I just shut the door, and if anyone asks for me, I say, ask Cecilia, and then if and then if she says, I still need your help, then I go out and help her. But usually I just stay in a room where there's no distractions, except for the window. That's a good plan. Oh, yeah, one more thing. <laughs> if your computer doesn't work, you're basically doomed because you miss all these required meetings. So there's some hurdles around technology and if that doesn't work then there's no way to do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I am Evie Anderson and I'm in grade second. Tell me what it's been like for you since your school closed. I like having my family to see but I don't like, um, not be able to see my friends and my teacher. So since the school is closed, have you been able to be in contact with your teacher and your yeah, friends? Yeah, on Zoom. Okay, so you've been doing some distance online learning. So tell me about what that's like. Well, we just ask questions and stuff like that. And, um, and we, um, we talk over what it's been like and we ask questions how like what we're having trouble on okay so your teacher sets up a zoom meeting and then you all get into it mm-hmm okay at 10 and 10 30 at 10 30 you have a zoom meeting with your teacher mm-hmm. and all your classmates mm-hmm. does everybody get in on the meeting mm, not always but how do you feel about the zoom meetings that you have with your classmates and your teacher good what do you like about them? Um, that we can see each other, and um, I feel less nervous. No. Oh. Do you feel less nervous in the Zoom conference than in your classroom? Yeah. Really? Is it easier for you to ask questions when you're in the Zoom conference than in your classroom? Yeah. It is? Oh, huh. that's interesting to me. You don't have a teacher that's here with you all day long, all the time. Mm-hmm. How do you schedule your day, and who keeps you accountable, and who keeps you on task? Um, myself, my paper. <laughs> you do? 
Yeah. You keep yourself on task and schedule? What do you mean by your paper? Tell me about that. Just list what it has and you can check it off when you do it. Oh, so you've printed out all of your tasks for every subject and then you've checked it off as you've mm -hmm. completed it. So you keep track of this all by yourself when you check them off as you go? Sometimes my sister's help me. So you and you, with your sister's help, keep you on task all day. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your normal day of distance learning now. What does school look like for you? Um, first I go, maybe, um, I eat, wake up, I eat breakfast, and then I start language arts, and then I do math, and then I do religion, science, and then I do science or social studies. Then I do my specials and then my morning work and then, or handwriting, and then I do this. You do all of that? So about when do you end? Um, three. Do I just ended, well, at, before this interview. Who made your lunch? I just got yogurt. You made your lunch? So I just got yogurt out of the fridge. <laughs> so you take care of scheduling your day, do all your work, make yourself lunch. Did you make yourself breakfast too? Uh, yeah, I just poured cereal in a bowl and put milk in it. <laughs> <laughs> and so you are, how old are you? I am eight years old. You're eight and you're doing all of that on your own? Mm -hmm. I'm impressed with that, Evie. Well done. Uh, my name is Cecilia, and I'm a sophomore in high school. You've been doing online learning, and so what's that like? Uh, basically, all of your teachers just post stuff on Google Classroom, and you have to complete it by the deadline. Okay, so they give you dates of when things are, yeah. are due? They usually give you a bunch of assignments, like to just work on gradually over the week. Okay. Yeah. So what? how's that been going? Any challenges for you? Not really. The challenge is just, like, not procrastinating and getting it all done. How are you managing your day? Uh, I wake up and do some homework, practice instruments, do some more homework. <laughs> How do you keep yourself from getting distracted and putting things off and procrastinating? I just take little breaks, like, in between, so I can just get, like, my mind together. What are some things that stress you out about having to do learning at home? I mean, I like, I like turning stuff in physically, so I always get kind of stressed having to turn it in online. It's kind of weird, like, not being able to talk to people, like, in person. Like, you only get a set amount of instructions, and it's like, if you have a question, it's kind of hard to ask it. What are the things that distract you? can get you distracted? Probably like video games and stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to stay away from the video games. Yeah, and like there's no there's no teachers like keeping you from like not going on your phone for an hour and stuff. Ah, uh, so you get a little sideways. <laughs> yeah, if you get a little bit sidetracked then it can just last for a while before you get back into the groove. Usually when I get a bit sidetracked, I go practice for a little bit. Like, that's always something that gets me more focused. And then once I'm done practicing, I'm more open to work on stuff. What do you practice? 
I mean, I have a bunch to practice, like mallets, percussion, piano. Your instruments? Yeah. Okay. And then that focuses you on when you come back to your schoolwork? Yeah. Okay. Anything else? No, I'm sad everything's canceled, though. Uh, yeah. That is sad, isn't it? Yeah, it's hit a bunch of band people, like, real hard. Yeah, all of your concerts have been canceled. Yeah, all the concerts. Like... It's sad. Yeah, I know it is. How are how are your friends and you coping with all of that sadness? I mean, we're just trying to just like talk to each other, like stay connected through FaceTime and phone. Yeah, and little challenges to do, stuff like that. Challenges. Oh, our our band director has been posting these like practice challenges. They're fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you're staying connected. Yeah, just staying positive. Yeah, that's great. Thank you to Elsa, Evie, and Cecilia for letting me interview you for this podcast. I should make note that my nieces go to school in Loveland. Let's listen to what Cloud School sounds like in our school district. Greetings, everyone. I hope your uh, last week of Cloud School was a good one. I know we are all getting used to this uh, new way of living, being stuck inside uh, our house a lot, not seeing our friends at school. Um, but I thought today I'd share with you some of the ways that I'm adjusting to this new way of living. Hi to all my middle school students out there. Um, I just wanted to touch base with you as spring break is coming to an end and we're getting ready to begin online learning tomorrow. I want to check in with everybody. I know it's been a challenging time for you and your family. Um, the entire middle school staff has really been thinking about you and we're here to support you. Your health and safety are absolutely our number one priority. What you heard there was elementary school principal John Bryant and middle school principal Janet Fanning sending video messages to their staff, students, and parents to maintain relationships as well as provide weekly updates and clarify information about cloud school and tips for learning at home. This is a great way that principals can maintain school culture. Teachers are doing the same. Let's listen. Hi, Estes Park Elementary Bobcats. I sure miss you. Hope to see you all again soon. I hope you're getting outside and enjoying our wonderful backyard. Hi, everyone. I miss you all so much. Everyone's doing so many new and different things right now in their lives, including you. Remember, when things get difficult, just stop, take a deep breath, and remind yourself that you can do this, because I know you can. That was sound from a video made by the elementary school staff just letting their students know how much they miss them. Social, emotional, and physical wellness is a global outcome of ours at EPSD, and our teachers know that the heightened distress and anxiety brought on by this pandemic can have negative effects on the social and emotional wellness of students. So they started Cloud School with just letting their students know how much they care about them and miss them, and to let them know that we are all a family and everything is going to be okay. Let's listen in a little more on what Cloud School sounds like. Welcome back to episode two of Top Talk. I hope our first day of Cloud School went well for everyone. I know that many teachers and students were experiencing issues with Schoology, like if... Good morning, seventh graders. It's Tuesday, so uh, got quite a bit to cover today, so I'll try not to ramble too much. Um, I, I do feel like we're kind of getting into the groove here right now with the online um, schooling. Good morning, quarantine people. Um, I am going to introduce the concept of absolute value today. Now, absolute value, you might know, um, is denoted by these...
What you are hearing there were teachers Barton, Toffany, Joe Fry, and Sarah Schmidt. They are just a few of many teachers that have made short instructional videos to make connections with their students, deliver instruction, and set clear learning expectations for them. Many of our teachers are utilizing video conferencing and video discussions with their students so the teaching and learning cycle can continue. This allows students to get some specific individual feedback from their teachers that they would normally get in the classroom, and students share what they are learning at home. This gives students an opportunity to continue to collaborate with their classmates through discussion boards or video shares in the absence of in-person learning. Normally, on a regular workday, I would make my way in and out of the classrooms of all the schools and check out what instruction looks like throughout the district. In Cloud School, I check out what instruction looks like in the classroom by stepping into Seesaw and Schoology. Here are some sounds of classroom instruction today. Hey, first grade. I wanted to give a big shout out. He's read 50 books, 6.1 hours of reading. Did you know I can see how many times you've been on Epic and how long it took you to read your book? I can see Lexia minutes too. I know, a little weird I can do that, huh? It's like I'm looking over your shoulder at school to make sure you're on track. Anyway, first grade, keep up the great work. I'm looking forward to seeing you at our Google Meet on Wednesday. This is my poem about dragons. Dragons, swishing, swishing, diving through the air. The sound of their roar is the loudest thing that you will ever hear. And their fire will send your hair off with their, and with their rough, tough scales, they're a terrific sight to I have been able to give you a window into what Cloud School is like and how we have continued to provide rich learning opportunities for our students in the absence of in-person learning. Remote learning from home has been difficult for parents, students, and teachers. In our teacher preparation programs, we didn't receive any formal training on how to be online teachers, so this is all new and we are learning as we go. There have been a lot of great blog posts and educational articles published with tips for teachers on what to do and what not to do. I've gathered feedback from speaking with our administrators, teachers, and instructional coaches about their experiences in our first two weeks of cloud school. I also want to thank the 144 parents who submitted feedback to us in the survey we sent out. After gathering all of that feedback, here are my tips for teachers on how to make the most out of cloud school in our district. The first tip is let go. Let go of content and curriculum. Assign way less than you think you should. We already struggled to teach all the standards we need to, and now we're facing a global pandemic. You won't teach everything, and students won't learn everything you were planning between now and May 22nd. We have to reach a level of acceptance with this. Students are going to take much longer to complete any task due to tech issues, added time for reading everything, toggling back and forth between Schoology and resources, stress, the challenge of having to learn mostly on their own all the time, which they haven't had to do before, I could go on. They're going to be learning how to schedule and manage their time, and they're going to be overwhelmed. 
We have to take into account that a lot of kids have other responsibilities when they're home, other classwork, chores like cooking meals and cleaning, helping siblings, taking care of pets, etc. It's just not the same as having them in our classrooms for an allotted amount of time. Let go of grading too. How can we find equity in grading when every student's access to online learning, adequate learning space, adult help, and many other variables are vastly different? We strive for equitable grades that are a result of students' understanding rather than a result of the environment students live in. Our current reality is that the environment students live in and the current situation in which they find themselves has a profound impact on their ability to access learning right now. We just have to reach a level of acceptance that we can do our best, but we cannot provide equity for our students right now. I'm not saying don't give students and their parents feedback on participation, engagement, and their learning. Absolutely do that. The more feedback, the better. I'm just talking about letting go of typical grading practices for ranking, sorting, and rating students. So take a deep breath and let it all go. Tip two is learning targets. Pick just a few of them and make them really clear. We have been focusing on refining our learning targets all year, so now is a great time to work on this. As suggested in tip one, you are going to have to let go of many of your learning targets and that is okay. Use two things to determine what your learning targets will be. First, what standards are the most important in preparing students for the next grade level or the rest of their lives? We really have to be selective here, so what's the most important? Second, what standards will be best taught online? This should help narrow it down. Don't try to teach more learning targets than you can count on five fingers between now and May 22nd. Tip three, lots of choice and flexibility. Many of our PLC leaders participated in some professional learning and learned a lot about creating blended learning playlists or choice boards. John Anderson and Sonia Greenway, two of our exceptional instructional coaches, have created some for you to help you through this time. Providing this kind of choice and flexibility keeps students engaged and motivated. Keep in mind what you learned about neuroscience. The brain only stays engaged for about 10 minutes before it naturally cycles down anyway. Lecture isn't going to work here. Give them choices and options. Tip four is love. Double the love and compassion you're dealing out to students right now. Take some extra time to check in personally with your students, smile, laugh, and have some fun with them. There's a lot of added stress right now, and no learning will happen with an overload of stress anyway. Be understanding and supportive, compassionate, empathetic, and patient. Families are carrying the burden of financial stress, anxiety, and the unknown. There are endless reasons for why families are feeling a heightened state of depression, anxiety, and stress right now. We know that has a profound negative impact on the limbic brain, which will block learning and recall. Put care and compassion before curriculum. The most important tip of all is let yourself make mistakes. Allow yourself to make mistakes. Actually, plan on making mistakes. There is no learning without mistakes, and this is the first time for all of us, so plan on making a lot of them because we have a lot to learn. If you haven't been listening to EPSD PD Podcast and this is your first time, take this opportunity to listen to previous episodes. Search EPSD PD Podcast in the Apple Store or on the podcast app on your Apple device or at SoundCloud or EPSD PD Podcast.com. Thanks for listening.